so I've actually I haven't moved forward. So the main thing is how do I reinvigorate this and keep it alive? And uh, does this actually communicate what I hope it does? Oh, this is a fun one today. Boy, is it ever. Welcome to Brand Therapy. I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. And we are brand strategists. We make a living giving people advice on their business and their brand. It's a pretty cool job. It is a good job. So I hope everyone is well. Thank you for hanging out with us again. So on this podcast, we have all kinds of people from all different careers that are looking for advice. They don't pay for it. The price they pay is letting you listen in to the conversation. So I'm happy you're here. So here's the deal. Lauren signed up for an interview with us. And when I saw his website, I thought, oh boy, this is going to be a little bit dry. Like, it's not going to be very creative. This is going to be a serious call. And Lawrence has the most magnetic personality. And it turns out that the work he does is really, really cool and creative. So this call was really cool because we were taking someone who's naturally creative and encouraging them to embrace that. Exactly. Sometimes people just need to hear what they already know from someone else. Totally. So um, shall we get to it? Let's do it. Let's start. Here's our conversation with Lawrence. The brand is Bonima Inc. It's just my name, dot ink with a K for ink, because that's what I do. I draw. I essentially help people make sense of stuff by drawing. And it's either as sketch notes, which is drawing small in a notebook, but I also draw big, like on a few feet of paper in front of the room at conferences. And that's called graphic recording, which for me is just taking big notes as opposed to small notes. But it's the same process. It's just uh, listening really closely. And then with some nice hand lettering and some images, basically create a visual for everybody else that wants to look at it. Or in case of the sketch notes, it's just usually for me. But I found that when I share that online, uh, it's actually a very, very good thing for getting some graphic recording gigs because then people think, oh, I like that lettering. So let's do business together. That's really cool. And what a great explanation because I was reading over your questionnaire and had a whole bunch of questions for you because it seems like you do a lot. One question I have uh, that was on your questionnaire that made me feel like I know nothing was uh, video scribing. What is that? Uh-huh. Well, that's um, funnily enough, I added that on as a, like a third option. And that's the main thing that I turned out doing because uh, video scribing is taking those notes that you create either through sketch noting or graphic recording and then animating them. In other words, uh, it's creating those whiteboard explainer videos that are currently uh, older age, or at least I think maybe the hype is a little bit over there. But there was this period where almost any business wanted to have one of these Dan Pink style animated whiteboard videos. And that's what I do. So I take those notes and then I turn them into animated notes, not like a animation and it's not like a Disney thing or something like that. It's way simpler. But that's actually the power of it because you just see something being drawn, being written. And people find that, well, interesting. And it's a, a different way to make sense of stuff and to explain stuff. It's, it's better than a PowerPoint and it's usually also better than just a talking head. And I think the novelty value is also very important for a lot of people. So I end up doing that more and more and less and less of just the sketch noting and the graphic recording. Can you give me a few examples of what type of person or company would hire you to video scribe? Usually it is 
well, companies of, I think, 500 people and up that want to have a different way to display their information or their ad or their instructions for employees. That's something that happens surprisingly often that companies hire me to essentially draw out a process in a little bit more fun way than the process description that they will probably also have somewhere hidden in SAP and that they can't get people to click on. And then they have me create a video scribe to essentially seduce them into clicking on that SAP link anyway, because all of a sudden it looks like fun. So obviously you're a pro. I'm trying to figure out like, what's the problem with your brand? <laughs> what what problem are you hoping to solve? <laughs> well, the main thing with my brand is that I'm, it's a side hustle. My day job is uh, to be an, I'm an agile management consultant. So that's what I do all day. And then by night, I do the sketch noting and the graphic recording and the video scribing. So I essentially created a brand about two years ago. And well, it's, it's actually longer than that. But well, uh, two to three years ago, I, I decided I wanted to do this as on the side, as something extra, because I love doing this. And I met Phil, and I was really, really impressed with his brand advice. So I took some of it, and at least I hope that that comes through in what you see when, for example, you look at Bonama Inc., the website. However, that's when I stopped. So I, I didn't develop the brand any further. Essentially, I just slept on a website and took the advice that you can get from uh, Shut Up and Tweet. And that's where I stopped. So I've actually, I haven't moved forward. So the main thing is how do I reinvigorate this and keep it alive? And then a little bit beyond the obvious, like publish stuff, which uh, I'm working on, but really with the freshness of it. And uh, does this actually communicate what I hope it does? Lawrence, I'm so happy about all of this. And I'm excited because this is going to be your year. What if you could narrow it down to one single thing that you would like to accomplish by the end of this year? You have to choose one thing. I don't want a list. What is one thing? If you could accomplish anything by the end of this year, what would it be? Be known for video scribing. And what would that look like as a business? Well, that as a business, that would mean that people would find me online and also hire me to create video scribes. And I think for that to be even vaguely serious, I would need to have like at least one, one client a month to create one of these videos, because that is uh, about the time it takes to create one. And I would need to, I think this is the business side of it, so it's not, not really the branding side of it, but I, I think I would need to streamline some of the processes with regard to non-disclosure agreements and also the right to maybe display some of the work that I've done, because that was the first mistake I made. I've been doing this for two years, and only uh, two months ago, I, I all of a sudden figured out, hmm, it would be probably good to have like a portfolio that people can look at with actual examples of the work that I do. And I, I, I managed to maneuver myself to a corner where I actually couldn't do that because I do a lot of internal work for companies. So I started adding that to my, um, to my contract that I am allowed to take like a 20-second clip out of any video to just demonstrate what exactly it is that I'm doing. So what, what it is that people are buying. Yeah, I imagine there's an educational component to this. Like, do you find that a lot of people ask you what is video scribing? Yeah. So maybe that also would be good to, by the end of this year, have a little bit more broader understanding of how best to name what it is that I'm doing. Because video scribing obviously isn't exactly the descriptive term that uh, I thought it was. It's taken from the application that I use to create them, which is uh, video scribe. That's what it's called. And I thought, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Like you scribe, 
and it's uh, on video. So, and I think that's still pretty close to what it is. But for people to really understand what that looks like, they need to have seen at least a few examples. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I should um, have that example as the backdrop image or something on all my social media and even on the website that you can see something being visibly drawn that is video scribed. So that people immediately see, oh, oh, that's what it is. That's what he does. And what would be really cool is if you actually had a video scribe that described what your service is. Yeah, that's so obvious that it's almost shocking that you have to tell me that I have to do this. But <laughs> yes, I'll take that tip. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want to throw out a crazy idea. I have been listening and the word fun has come up. I haven't really counted, but it's at least four or five times. When I go to your website, the first word that I would not describe it as is fun. I would describe it as pretty literal, pretty nuts and bolts. Uh Here's what we are. Yeah. So, Lawrence, you, what we do when we're branding is we we, we take the in-person experience and we recreate it online. My brain goes to the place of me wanting to feel how I feel when I get to Disney World. I feel like I'm in this magical land that's been created to make me happy, to make me have fun. And I feel like that's the missing ingredient of this brand. I need to land here and you need to tell me a story. You are, by trade, a professional storyteller. I don't want to talk about the management consultant stuff. That's too boring for this conversation. The fact is, this is something you love to do. This is something you are very good at. It's something that is memorable. Those are like the ingredients for a successful brand. I told you that this is going to be your year. Let's make a plan to make this happen. I need this brand to be more fun. I need you to make this fun and exciting because that is missing. I want one of your brand heroes to be Disney. You know, I, I, want, I want this, that whole just kind of like departing from every day and landing in this really fun opportunity for storytelling. I think that could provide some fun inspiration on where we could go with this. Lauren, thoughts? I totally agree. And what I would love to see is just a bit more, like, obviously what you do is very, very creative and that's not coming across in this current website. And I want you to sort of like shake off those business management terms and instead just be really, really real and upfront about what you offer. Like you make boring business notes fun for employees. Like that's like yeah, just exactly. cut right to the chase and and think about it like like how you would I mean you just described it so so easily and so you could just record yourself speaking about what it is that you do and then just put that right on your website as the copy. Mm-hmm. I have to make a quick note of this <laughs> <laughs> because the way that you described it, Lauren, that's that's exactly what I've been looking for. But uh, somehow uh, that's probably because of my day job. I was a bit shy about actually saying it like that. So that's why the tagline was increase your impact, blah, 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 which is uh, businessy. But making boring business notes fun is probably a lot more descriptive of what it is that I want to accomplish. It's a balancing act because you still have to include some of the corporate jargon to appeal to those clients. Let's be real. They're mm-hmm. the ones with the money that yeah, will invest. Exactly. But at the same time, we want to balance that with this taking them to this magical creative storytelling place that that communicates so simply. I actually think of your home, the copy on your homepage. I picture your website being a scroll, like each block tells the story, right? You scroll down and it's, hi, 
I'm Lawrence. I make boring business notes fun. Like, and then it shows us, it doesn't tell us what your brand is. Your website tells us what your brand is. Instead, the new, this updated website we're planning right now will, will show us rather. It'll show us what your brand is. It will live it. And, and, and I want a long vertical scroll that tells a story like Hubble contacts or like quip. It takes something that's serious at like contacts and toothbrushes and makes it like fun and playful. And another thing too is, is let's take it a step further. So not only are you making business notes fun, but you're actually solving problems because you're making employees pay attention to processes. So I think in the copy, it's okay if you still lean on your management consultant background and think about the problem that you're solving through these creative notes. Like you're helping make training faster. You're helping making new processes communicated more clearly because it's in a way that people can understand visually. Um, it caters to all types of learners. It communicates something very, very quickly that would normally take 10 minutes. So maybe write out a list of all of the ways that your video scribing solves problems and integrate that on the homepage copy. Mm-hmm. Those are excellent suggestions. Yay. I also like the, the because it's just a, it would be an overhaul of the copy and then probably, well, really, really likely the main image at the top that I've been wanting to replace for ages. Um, replace that maybe with a video scribe and then have indeed the, the main page Describe the story that you're now outlining and more of an introduction of me. So this is the person that you're going to do business with if you continue scrolling down. Yeah. And Lauren mentioned a few good examples. One of those uh, being Hubble contacts. I recommend, at least at the time of this recording, their website is set up in this fashion where really kind of blocked uh, vertical scroll where we don't cram it with lots of text and information. We keep each block one idea per block. Mm -hmm. One sentence, one idea, one thing that we teach or leave, one message we leave in that block, and then we move on to the next one. I want to mention something here because we're talking about the video scribing and we're talking about the work, but there's a missing ingredient in all of this that I know from, from meeting you, not knowing you well, but meeting you even a few years back at a conference. It's you. So what's actually more exciting to me than a video scribe up at the top is actually seeing you video scribing. There's a part of you that's got to ah, yeah, be a part in of action. this. You in action, Lawrence. Yes. So even... Yeah, even okay. So that, that also neatly will solve the problem of me feeling that I, I have... Uh, what's the nice way to say this? Yes, a face for podcasting. Um, <laughs> that's and, not um, And the thing is, if I'm drawing and that's being brought into view, maybe with some nice bouquet and uh, focused on the product, and but you see me create it, then I would be much more comfortable to be on camera. So that is probably an excellent suggestion. Need to. Uh, I'm writing all this down, by the way. Um, You're not so video scribing it. I need to stop taking notes. Uh, well, I'm kidding. <laughs> that takes a little bit more time. <laughs> I'm um, so, yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah. this really, uh, really helps. Okay, let's stop for a second. It is Lauren and Dalton. Hello. Okay, Dalton, let's talk about our, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about our services. Let's talk about it. It's called a brand audit. 
And it's something that Phil and I actually do every single day with clients. It's how we begin all working relationships. And Dalton, tell us what people can get in about a 90-minute consultation. You can get this, what you're listening to right now, more in-depth, more intimate. Oh, and you get like over 40 slides summarizing everything about your brand and a total checklist moving forward, which is very useful. 40 slides. That's that's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Actually, I need to talk to Phil about finding a way to automate that. But regardless, our listeners will enjoy a 15% discount. So just visit philpallon.expert slash therapy and you can get 15% off of a brand audit and spend time with Phil, me, and by special request, Dalton. <laughs> I hope everyone should request me. So request Dalton and schedule a brand audit. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Yes. You're not video scribing it? I need to stop taking notes. Uh, well, I'm kidding. <laughs> that takes a little bit more time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah. this really, uh, really helps. And I want to add on to what Phil was saying too about you being the component. So we find we see this a lot with brands that people who are a bit more camera shy want it to be more about their craft and less about them. But we can tell you from from experience that as soon as you make yourself part of your promotions, it makes the sales a lot easier because you're not a stranger introducing yourself to someone and then selling your services. They already know you from the site. And if the copy's strong enough, they already know the way that you speak and communicate yourself. So there's, it's just kind of one step closer to selling, essentially. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to be as close to the actual in-person experience as I can possibly get. And that means actually seeing me. And that was, I hadn't thought of it like that before, even though I have, of course, I've been told this over and over, not literally, but I've read this in books and they all stress the importance of the personal brand. And then I just look at the brand part of personal brand, not at the personal part of personal brand. Yeah. And what it was that actually gave me the idea to mention Lawrence's role in all of this. I mean, I'm sure I would have mentioned it anyways, but it, on your website right now, you've got your testimonials front and center, which is great. But I noticed that in every single testimonial you have on your website, in the first sentence of every testimonial is your name. I met Lawrence. I love Lawrence. Lawrence is the best, right? But then there's no, there's no context for who Lawrence is. And, and as we start to think about growth, Lawrence, as we start to think about where this is going to be a year, two years, five years from now, let me tell you my big picture thought for this is, is you're going to have a team. You're going to have people that you train in your style that you are known for. And it might not be you doing... Every, hopefully, it's not you doing every single illustration, but it's your team delivering that. And you've got that, that brand. Who's that cartoonist that has a Facebook page that's really, really huge? The... What's it called? The... What is that called? I'm drawing a blank. The... I have to look it up. While Phil's looking <laughs> for that cartoonist, one thing that, that you could do, though, is try to do some almost competitive research. It's not They're not direct competitors, but look up great illustrators. And, and you can... I actually found a BuzzFeed list right now, 29 awesome illustrators you should follow on Instagram. And clearly, these people have figured it out. So learn from them and come up with sort of a, a, a way that you could recreate this type of promotions in your own way. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing too that that I encourage you to include in your website copy is to walk people through the process of what it is to hire you and what can they they can expect. Like, 
do these video scribes take a month to turn around? Will you get it to them in a week if it's a 10 minute presentation? Like kind of break down examples and set an expectation because again, this there's an educational component here. And I think people might be a little hesitant or nervous simply because they aren't familiar with the type of work you do. So by breaking it down and kind of walking them through that experience, it, again, might help with the sales and make it less likely that they'll click out of your website. Instead, they'll, they'll actually contact you for your work. Yeah. And that's actually, I could do that, well, I think within a week even, because I have that in quotes. I have the whole process lined out exactly what I do. It's a seven-step process, even. Um, oh God, that's perfect. So it's a it's a nice yeah exactly. It's a nice number of steps, and it's really really very clear what you need to do first and second and third and how long it will take from start to finish. Whenever you set the first step, and that is the main thing, and that's the the step that the client needs to take, which is to know the story they want to tell, and that that's what I've found in doing this. That a lot of clients actually are not really clear on the story. They're just clear on that they want some fun way to tell it. So I end up spending about half my time crafting a really good story with them. And then it's actually pretty easy to illustrate it. So the the, the main work is actually not in what you would think it would be, which is creating the video scribe. If the story is already there and they know exactly what they want, I can do that. I can do them in two days. However, getting it up to the level of quality that there's a a story that you can illustrate that usually takes about two weeks just going back and forth into okay so if you want to if you want to animate this you would either need to change the wording or the the order of stuff or the to make it like a logical animation because that's that's obviously people that aren't into animation they don't know what it takes with regard to the script. So that's what I also end up doing a lot, which is uh, really talking to the client. Okay, these are the metaphors that you want to use. This is what you want to see. And given those facts, this is how you best tell that story. That makes perfect sense. And what you're doing, it's an exciting step because you are taking inventory of your system. You're taking inventory of your process, rather, and building a system from it. And so that you break it down to a science the type of science that you could teach someone else to be a part of. That's the whole goal here is I think in doing this, you're, you're developing a style. For the record, I've been quietly Googling here in the corner and I finally found the one I was thinking of, which is the oatmeal, of course. Of course, I, I, I look ah. him up all the time. The oatmeal is what I was going for. I said the acorn. That <laughs> was not close. But the, the oatmeal is a really good example of an illustrator who developed a really unique style, a great sense of humor, something that was almost contagious and, and went viral online because just, you know, his stuff is so funny. But that's a really good brand hero for you, Lawrence, because mm-hmm. I think you, you do have a very unique style. It's the kind of thing where like if there was a wall of work uh, without names on it and yours was up there with a bunch of competitors or even people that do, you know, some idea of what you do, I would know which one is yours. And that's really yeah. Yeah. cool. And that's <laughs> a treasure. Yeah. That's a that's your competitive advantage. And the whole idea now is if you want to grow this, if you want to build this from side hustle to full-time gig that can make you rich and fulfill you more importantly, can can be something you love to do every day you wake up. We need to think about this as a business. No side hustle, no hobby. Mm-hmm. This is a business. This is something you can grow and scale and teach others to be a part of to help you deliver this to clients. It's exciting. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm, uh, I'm, I wor- I'm working towards because... I've been 
biding my time long enough and, and basically procrastinating on, on the stuff that I, that I knew I wanted to do, but somehow did not want to make time for. And of course, then it's never going to happen. And what's so funny is that you actually have all of the tools to put this into action immediately. Like you don't need to hire any graphic designer. You don't like you have. I'm looking at your Instagram right now, for example, and I'm looking at the notes that you did with Pat Flynn's talk. And you have a style and I want to see this visual style on your website. I don't want there to be any difference between what you see on your website and the work that you actually do. Like merge those two things together and do what you're best at and show that on the website. Yeah, but, but, but that just makes so much sense. But again, it's, it's almost shocking that I didn't uh, already figure that out for myself and, and, and execute on it. Amazing. Let's do this. Let's do this. So what's going to be your next step, Lawrence? Get us excited and pumped for what we're going to see from you next. My next step will be to first uh, ditch the current graphic I have at the top and create a video, me creating a video scribe or creating a sketch note and put that up top. So you can see that's me doing the drawing. So not just a generic video scribe. Essentially rewrite the whole first page uh, with regard to the order and the way that I phrase things. I'll ditch the, the day job descriptions and just move full into the sketch noting, graphic recording, and video scribing. But then maybe it would be good to have, like, I make boring business notes fun as the sentence. It's a little bit more interesting than expert in sustainably aligning business and IT. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh-huh. So thank you. Yeah, you've got a, quite a little list there of things to do. So we're going to let you get to it. And when you've got something you know, new for us to see, make sure you let us know. And we'll share a little update with, with everyone. I will. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. I always say this. And every time I say this, I'm like, stop, stop repeating this. But the cobbler's kids don't have shoes. Lawrence is a prime example of someone who has all the skills and is just not using them on himself. <laughs> no. Like Isn't you see crazy? his work. We had to actually Google, how did you find that example, the Pat Flynn example that he did? I had to like search for his full name, not even his company name, and then drill down and find his beautiful work. It's beautiful. And it's like nowhere to be found other than, you know, Instagram. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes this is a role we play with people is we're kind of like the mirror. We're, 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 that's all we do. People think, oh, well, thank you so much for the advice. But all we're doing is holding a mirror in front of you saying, this is how you look. Take inventory of that. Be reminded of what you have to bring to the table. But it's exactly true. This He's got all the skills to make something really unique. I hope that the next time I go to his domain, I see this cool, almost animated story that has that awesome style with all of the like thin black lines and yellow fonts. And I'm hoping to see a story in his style. Like I want the essence of his work to be captured on his website. Yes. Yes, that's the goal. Lawrence, we're so excited for you. Thank you for um, hanging out with us. That was really fun. It was so fun. Uh, we want to know what you think. We want to know what you thought of this episode. Send us a tweet at Phil Palin. At the Lauren Moore. And hashtag brand therapy. Don't forget to subscribe as well to Brand Therapy on iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Yes, do it. Do it. We benefit <laughs> from that. If you think we deserve it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out and see you later. See you next time. 
and next week on Brand Therapy. It's hard for me at this moment to find a job. In order to find a job, I need experience, but in order to get experience, I need the job. 